Exeter Boys Basketball. Brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Burks, the new Birdies Inn at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Ian Kelsey. Good evening, welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Boys Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network, brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. Tonight, it's the Exeter Eagles and the Twin Valley Raiders, but first, these messages, this is the Exeter Sports Network. Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. We're coming to you live, Riften, Pennsylvania, Exeter Senior High School, the site for tonight's Berks 2 League game between the Eagles of Exeter and the Raiders of Twin Valley. Welcome into the Exeter Sports Network booth. The JV game just ending, Exeter 61, Twin Valley 27. Again, welcome. Ian Kelsey, my partner, will be broadcasting with me this evening. Ian, welcome. Hey, I'm happy to be here, Darren. It should be a pretty interesting night to see if Exeter come out not having a jet lag after beating Red in the other night. Which we'll certainly talk about. Friends, Jerry Gellif under the weather this evening. We send out a hello to him. We certainly know he's listening. Sitting in for him, actually my son, the producer color commentary man for the Mule Sports Network. Chris Ziner taking a swig of water. He decided not to talk apparently this evening, so we won't go to him for any comment. But again, welcome in everybody. Ian, we take a look at Exeter's season thus far. They started the first two against Archbishop Carroll, Perkyoman Valley, two very tough teams starting off 0-2, but then they rip off four straight wins. Mannheim Township, Conestoga Valley, Daniel Boone, their first league win, Lebanon, Riding high over the New Year weekend struggles with losses to Cedar Crest Spring Ford. Kevin sends, though, the bright spot, if you will, 21 points in each of those games. But, Ian, some might worry 4-4 four and four at that stage. Not exactly sure what to expect, but in the last couple, in fact, I'll say the last game against Reading, which we'll talk about, certainly 2024 is bright. 
Absolutely. 2024 is very bright. I'm like, we had those two games against Cedar Crest and Springford, which we turned the ball over way too many times in those games. And against Redden, we limit those turnovers and we were more disciplined on the offensive end. And that was a big statement win for the Exeter Eagles on, on, on Tuesday. Coach Jeff Van Gorder brings the team into tonight's game. 2-0 in league play, 5-4 overall. And before we get into the details of that Reading game, here are some backstory items leading into that game, which makes that win all the more amazing. Reading overall, 4-86, or I should say Exeter, was 4-86 and 86 overall against Reading all time. They hadn't beaten Reading since 2009, 29 straight losses. Of course, we remember last year a 60-54 loss in the regular season, 70-63 in the championship game, which left a real bad taste in their mouths. They had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, couldn't hold it. Reading, of course, took that game. And it's easy, Ian, for those stats to get into your head and to take you out of the game beforehand. But Coach Van Gorder had other ideas. Coach Van Gorder had a great game plan for Redden, how they're going to have their approach on the defensive end, how aggressive they were on the offensive end. And I'm telling you, the boys were sharp. They were clean. They were much cleaner than on the weekend. And it just showed that how good Exeter can be if they just control the ball and don't turn the ball over because they have firepower everywhere on the court. Exeter would jump out to a 10-2 lead, a back-and-forth first quarter in a high-scoring 22-all tie after one. And then, Ian, it became the Aiden Dauble show. You know how many points Exeter scored in that second quarter? 14? 14. <laughs> How many do you think Aiden Dobble scored? I'm telling you, this young man has been playing lights-out basketball the last four games. I'm like, he's been carrying the Exeter Eagles, especially in the first first and second period. I'm like, he's been carrying them. And I'm like, he's, if he continues to do that with all the other guys that's on the court with him, this is going to be one exciting season to watch. As Ian mentioned, 14 points for Exeter in the second. Aiden Dobble scored all of them. Over a five-and-a-half-minute stretch, he hits on five straight buckets, a four-point play, a three-point play, include a three, and it helped Exeter sustain a Redding flurry, ultimately holding the Red Knights to nine points in the quarter, and they go into halftime 36-31. It's not often that you're going to hold a Redding team to that low of a point total in quarter, especially with them playing against Exeter, and they feel so confident because they've dominated Exeter all these years now. So you holding them to that number and you come out after halftime and it's just a completely different story. Oh my gosh, it's, it, was, it was an exciting game to watch for, not for us, just for myself, but for all the kids and which they have deserved that because they were so close last year. They would continue the onslaught in the third quarter, outscoring Redding 24 to 10. They take a 19 point lead after three. They literally took the air out of Redding at that point. Yeah, Redding showed up, but they basically mailed it in as far as in that fourth quarter. Brady Murray out for a couple games due to injury. He would score 15 second-half points. They'd go on to route, and I will say route Redding because they beat them in all aspects, 79-55. Kevin Sens, listen to these numbers. 
21 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. And Ian, you can't emphasize his worth to the team enough, moving as we've talked about to the point guard position, but literally coming within one rebound and one assist of a triple-triple. This, he played one of the, one of his better games this season. That is a complete game. He was attacking them, and, and the rebounding aspect of the game for me was a big deal because he was rebounding like a man possessed in that game. And I'm sitting there, I, I spoke to his parents after the game. I was like, he played one of his best games of his life. I'm like, 21, I'm like, I didn't even know he had that many rebounds or that many assists too, but his overall game, and he's a complete player, but like I said, if we, if we limit our turnovers, we are, Exeter is gonna be a really dynamic team to go going forward. Seven Eagles in the scoring column. Aiden Dauble finishing with 17. Brady Murray, 15. Devin Nestor, a nice surprise. He would hit three threes end with nine. Reese Garvin, eight. Alex Kelsey, seven. Jaden Ware contributes a bucket. Exeter shot 58% from the field, 54% from three. Ian Exeter running on all cylinders, and we haven't even talked about defense yet. Yeah, they're running on all cylinders. I'm like, they have weapons all over the court. I'm like, they have shooters. They have guys that can get downhill and get to their mid-range, get to the rim, and making things a lot easier. If, if they collapse on you and they kick the ball out, you know guys are out there that's going to nail these shots down. They hold Redding to 55 points. They hold Redding to 55 points. Coach Van Gorder came at Redding, a new look, something he actually held off, two in a 2-3 mm -hmm. zone. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you've got Reese Garvin back there. You've got Aiden Dauble back there. Add Alex Kelsey, Devin Nestor, Kevin Sens taking care of the point. It gave Redding fits. It gave them a whole lot of fits. And um, Reese, we, all, we, we, we spoke about Reese last year, about his arm length and the things that he can do on the defensive end. And I think he had put maybe four or five blocks in that game, I, I, if, if not more. But he disrupted a lot of things on the inside. But, but on the outside, when you have guys with speed and length on the outside that can, that they can penetrate the defense, it's a big, big deal. Indeed, the Red Knights were 5 of 24 from three-point range, nothing for seven in the fourth quarter. Talk about Exeter's defense clamping down. They shot 33% from the field, 19 of 57. Look, Ian, Coach Van Gorder has these guys trusting in his system on the offensive and the defensive end. We saw it all come together, and it really makes a bright rest of the season. Yeah, Coach Van Gorder, he, he always come out with his scouting report, and I try to get it from Alex every, every time I see, just to see what he wants to do with these players. And he always has a plan for them. So if they continue to follow his direction, I think they'll be fine. We'll have more pregame comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media.
Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Turning our attention to Twin Valley, they're coached by Matt Herbener. He's in his second season with the Raiders. They finished last season three and eight in Berks two, four and 18 overall. This year, nothing and three in Berks two league play, four and seven overall. They're led by five foot 10 inch junior guard Carter Schmidt. He's averaging 10.6 points per game. He's got 15 threes on the year. They do have some size in the middle, six foot seven inch junior center, Riley Gray ultimately won't necessarily be a big scoring threat, but he will have the size in yeah. to force potentially some movement to the rack. Well, if he can if he can rebound, like we've had a little issue with Cedar Crest on, and, and um, Springford on Friday and Saturday, if we can rebound the ball and get it back out to his shooters, they'll be fine. But I think Exeter should be able to get a little, they, they might have a little bit more body, but I think Exeter get his body on him, just box him out a little bit, just keep him off the glass so he doesn't get those second shot chances. He, along with junior forward Matt Knight, averaged 9.2 points per game. They'll be supported by six foot two inch junior guard Cooper Zetemel. He averages eight and a half. 5'11", junior guard Evan Myers. He hit 27 threes a year ago. Six foot four inch junior guard Aris Drake, average five. Ian. The Raiders are young, one senior, two returning players. They haven't found someone to replace the graduated all-division Cannon Zetemel, yeah. 16.8 points per game. And everything, as we've seen before, points to an Exeter victory, but they still need to put all aspects of the game together. They are, you cannot have a letdown from that excitement on Tuesday against Redden and come out here unprepared and get caught off guard by a Twin Valley team that you probably should be by a significant number. We talk about keys to the game, Ian. You mentioned it before, turnovers are a big key. 20 in the game against Reading. You mentioned as far as what they did against Cedar Crest, Spring Ford, even prior games we had talked about yeah. the challenge where they just need to slow the game down a little bit. Kevin, sometimes a little excitable there at the point guard position, may not necessarily see that pass all the time. All they need to do is slow that game down a little bit, make sure of those passes, reduce those simple turnovers. Yeah, this, it's just, exactly, Darren. It's just simple turnovers. It's not those, like, they're pressing you. It's those lazy passes that we're making simple passes that, that should be more crisp instead of we're we just, just lobbing it out there and a guy comes through and steals the ball. 
we definitely cannot be having those kind of lazy passes. We need to be more crisp and more precise with our passes and see where the defenders are coming from. Another key to tonight's game, again with Twin Valley having some size in the middle, it's going to be rebounding against Redding. We mentioned Kevin Sens had nine, Brady Murray six, Reese Garvin, Aiden Dauble five. So they certainly can do it, and they'll have to continue to crash the boards they're, tonight. They're definitely going to have to continue to crash the board. I'm like, Aiden has been playing, and Reese has been playing really strong on the inside. I'm like, yeah, Kevin had nine the other day, but those two have been really attacking, especially Aiden over the weekend. He was attacking the glass on a regular basis. So um, they go, they're definitely going to have to continue doing that. And Ian, whereas Exeter has shown a penchant for being able to hit the three, they don't necessarily want to become dependent on the three. 100%. I'm a, if you can have Kevin and Alex attacking downhill with, along with um, Reese getting his outside shot, if they're collapsing down, if the, if the shot's there, yes, you can take it. But we just don't want to sit down here and just making these guys be outside and just jacking threes all day. We want to make sure that they're coming and collapsing down, then you can pass the ball out and get a cleaner look. Coach Van Gorder has instituted essentially a much quicker team this year up and down the floor. Team defense, not only, of course, offense, team defense, just like they did against Reading, will be key tonight as well. Yeah, it's going to be key. I mean, you, you, you want to have a definitely come out with a good start and a clean start to make sure that Twin Valley doesn't have any confidence that they, that they think they can win this game. Three minutes still up on the clock until we get started with starting fives in the National Anthem. That gives us time to step away for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. It's got a lot of power, it? it makes me feel like it. It, it makes me feel like it. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. Current standings in Berks 2. Berks Catholic Exeter atop the division at 2-0. Conrad Weiser sits at 2-1. Daniel Boone Twin Valley still trying to get into the win column, both at nothing and three. 
So as we mentioned, Ian, again, one of those where Exeter's going to be the top dog. You know every game they're going to be shooting for you, yeah. so they need to bring their A game. you got to bring your A game every night because I'm like, everybody just watch what you did to Redden, and they're not going to come unprepared. They're going to be very prepared against you every night. So you have to be sharp and crisp and do everything that you need to do with Coach Van Gord is telling you. Other games on the docket this evening for Burks. Wilson travels to Redding. It'll be interesting to see how Redding rebounds off of that loss mm -hmm. to Exeter. Burks Catholic takes on Daniel Boone. Conrad Weiser and Muhlenberg will tangle in Laureldale. Hamburg takes that short trip to Fleetwood. Tulpa Hawken and why a missing battle. Antietam and Brandywine Heights go at it, as does Kutztown at Ole Valley. We are ready with the starting five for the visiting Twin Valley Raiders. They'll start off with a six foot two inch junior guard, number two, Cooper Zedemel. A 5'11 junior guard, number 10, Evan Myers. A 5'10 inch junior guard, Carter Schmidt, number 12. The big man, 6'7 inch, number 15, Riley Gray. He's going to be a center forward. And number 21, a 6'2 inch junior guard forward, Matt Knight. For your Exeter Eagles, they'll get started. Number three, senior Alex Kelsey, a 5'11 guard. Kevin sends the six foot three inch senior point guard. Number 11, the 5'11 senior forward, Devin Nestor. Number 15, the six foot three inch senior forward, Reese Garvin. And the man of Redding in that second quarter, number 35, six foot three inch sophomore forward, Aiden Double. We've taken care of the starting five and we will go silent for the playing of our national anthem. The national anthem complete eight minutes on the board. Ian, this is the type of game that Exeter wants to come out of the blocks quickly. You, you want to come out of the block quickly because this is a, this team is not a good team. They're a young team, and you want to make your mark on them right away. I'm like, you come out of the Redding game, you're hot. You want to continue this hot streak and get a good start. Indeed, you do. Both teams on the floor. Their final huddles. Kevin sends will probably tip it for Exeter, he will. They will be going right to left on your radio dial. 
He'll jump off against the 6'7", Riley Gray. Exeter in their home whites, dark blue number lettering. Twin Valley, dark green with white number and a stripe down the shorts. A quick jump, they give it to Riley Gray, so Twin Valley will start with it. Carter Schmidt has it. He's gonna be guarded by Kevin Sens. Get it to Riley Gray. Reese Garvin will be on him. Give it to the corner, over to Evan Johnson. And Devin Nestor with the defense already, Ian. Okay. He, he, if he can play defense like that by sliding his feet and being in the right position, it's gonna be a long night for Twin Valley. Great hands on Evan Johnson. Actually, Evan Myers. Here's a drive from Alex Kelsey. Goes in the lane on the left side, puts it off the glass. Can't get it to fall, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. That's what they got to continue to do tonight. They keep on attacking the paint, and one time they collapse on you, make sure you make that proper pass out. Alex shooting free throws 70% on the year. Here's the first one. It's on the way, nothing but net. Hey, that's a 20% increase from last year, Darren. Exeter takes the early lead. Hey, always a positive. <laughs> a few dribbles. Here's the free throw. It's up and good. He hits the first two. It's a 2-0 Exeter lead. 7.35 to go here in the first. Carter Schmidt brings it up for Twin Valley. He's guarded by Kevin Sens. He'll hand it off to Matt Knight. He's being guarded by Aiden Dauble. Headed over to Evan Myers. Devin Nestor on him. Devin forced the turnover on their first possession. Here's Schmidt trying to get by, hands it back to Matt Knight, bring it to the top. Evan Myers thought about a three, brought it down. Here's Riley Gray driving right to left in the paint. The foul will be on the floor before the shot goes up. So it'll be the first on Reese Garvin. Twin Valley will bring it into the right of their own bucket. Evan Myers looks, looks, looks. Matt Knight has it, bring it back to the top. Here's a jumper, top key from Cooper Zetemel. No good, but they, Twin Valley gets the rebound. There's Gray, they're tapping it around. Reese Garvin finally comes down with it. Kevin sends outlet ahead to Alex Kelsey, who goes up with the right hand off the fast break and scores. He's got the first four for Exeter. 6.45 to go here in the first. See, that's exactly what Coach wants him to do. Outlet and pass it out and get a good look. Evan Myers has the dribble, Devin Nestor on him. Fights through a pick by Matt Knight. Knight puts up a long three on the left side and he hits it. His first points on the night. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's Kevin Sens with a three straight away. It's short. Zetemel with the rebound. Sens tries to pickpocket him, but it goes out of bounds. The Raiders will retain. They just have to be a little bit disciplined and just be patient on the offensive end a little bit more. Matt Knight hitting that three for the Raiders, his 12th of the season. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Zetemel has it looking to drive on Kelsey. He cuts him off at the free throw line. Matt Knight trying to drive on Dauble. Nice job keeping him outside. Here's Evan Myers for a three, no good. Kevin sends Soares for the rebound, pushes it up to Devin Nestor for a three left side. No good, but there's Kevin Sens with the rebound and another one, and he puts it back and scores. Good offensive glass work, Kevin Sens. His first bucket, 6-3 Exeter, 5.35 to go here in the first. 
Matt Knight has it, trying to drive left's baseline against Aiden Dauble. Great defense, shot short. Here comes Kevin Sens driving the lane. He goes up against Riley Gray. Riley makes him alter the shot as they try to save it. It goes off of Exeter. So it'll be Twin Valley ball. Ian, there's the first the first opportunity we've seen to drive inside, and Riley Gray has had an impact. Yeah, he has, an, he, he has long arms, man. He's a long kid, so he's going to impact a lot of shots tonight. Matt Knight has it in the offensive set. Bring it to Gray top key. Reese Garvin on him. They try to get it for a backdoor. Here's a three near side from Evan Myers, and he hits it. Evan Myers, his 12th three. Here's a three on the right side, no good. But Aiden Dauble goes up for a shot, and there's Gray to block it again. We're tied at six, 4.50 to go. Bring it near side, Carter Schmidt. They get it to Gray, top key left. Matt Knight further left beyond three. Dauble on him. Ziedemel gets it. They're still passing it beyond three. Here's Carter Schmidt trying to drive on Kevin sends nothing there. Evan Myers gets it, backs it out, resets the offense. Matt Knight has it on the left side, dribbling left to right, 10 feet beyond three. He, now he's trying to drive lane against Aiden Dauble. Puts it up short, Gray battles for it. Alex Kelsey comes away with it, get it ahead to Kevin sends. Carter Schmidt trying to run with him step for step, but he fouls him on the floor. Yeah. Well, I'm, the thing is, I'm like, they're doing a really good job on the, on the glass right now. I'm, I think Kevin Sens has at least four rebounds already, so I'm like, he's still being aggressive on the glass, and, they, and they're definitely trying to push the, push the ball to get open looks. Devin Nestor comes out, Brady Murray in the game. Exeter will bring it into the left of their own bucket. Kevin Sens looks, 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 gets it back to Aiden Dauble beyond three. Mid-quarter near side, he's driving the lane. Nicely done off the glass and scores. Good drive, Aiden Dauble, his first two on the night. 8-6 Exeter, we're at the four-minute mark. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's Evan Johnson trying to drive for Twin Valley. He's in the game now, as is Aris Drake. Here's a drive by Schmidt on the right side. Reese Garvin with the block. Here comes Kevin Sens on the fast break ahead to Alex Kelsey. He looks to drive, bring it near side. Brady Murray bounce it out to Kevin Sens, looking to drive back to Reese Garvin for a three straight away, and he nails it. Great ball movement from Exeter. Reese Garvin hits the three. That is his 18th on the season. 11-6 Exeter at the 325 mark of the first. Twin Val in the offensive set, try to get it to Drake in the middle. It gets to Matt Knight, who puts up a three near quarter. No good. Rebound Kevin sends. He's pushing the ball up. Here's Reese Garvin with a long three. That's off the iron. No good. Rebounded Twin Valley. Zetemel has it, gets it to Matt Knight. And we've got a timeout on the court. It's a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it right here. But something that Exeter has done very well in the transition. The transition game is really working well right now. They're looking, they're rebounding. Someone is getting out of the wing and running hard. And, and also with Dobble, like he saw that mismatch with a slower guy on him, and he really attacked the paint and got a reverse layup. So they got to, they got to keep on doing that. The defense certainly showing up as well. Devin Nestor set the tone on that initial yeah. possession of Twin Valley, got his hand in there, knocked it off of the offensive player, and that will take them a long way. They'll just need to keep it up. They just have to keep, but 
They all, right, only thing they have to do right now is just close out better on the three-point shooters. But other than that, everything is working good for Exeter right now. Evan Johnson inbounds it to Carter Schmidt. Kevin sends on him. Get it to Zetemel on the three-quarter side. Passing it around. Drake has it. Drake, a big boy himself, mm -hmm. turns around a 10-footer on the left side, and he hits it. Drake 6'6", 290, according to the sheet, if you're willing to believe it. Here's Exeter, an unfortunate turnover, throwing it around a little bit. Here comes Twin Valley, 2.30 to go. It's 11-8 Exeter here in the first. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Schmidt gets it inside to Drake. Nice job, Reese Garvin poking it away. Tyler Flanders in the game now. But here, as Kevin Sens tries to throw it ahead, it's intercepted. They throw it back and forth. A little sloppy play right now. They're going to say it's off of Twin Valley. So Exeter will have it. But just like you said, that those sloppy passes right there, Darren, it's like that's a pass that should not be made. You know, just control the ball. Be in control and run the offense. Aiden McGee in the game for Exeter, as is Jaden Ware. Kevin Sens takes a seat as does Alex Kelsey. Twin Valley inbounds the ball. Johnson has it beyond three, 10 feet away. Matt Knight has it on the left. Drake tries to set a pick up high. Zetemel, they're still moving it around beyond three. Give it to Johnson near side. Knight has it. He's trying to do something against Reese Garvin. Nothing there. Still playing around three. Here's Knight. And as Knight drives right baseline, they're going to call a foul off the ball on Tyler Flanders. It'll be his first. But well, what they're trying to do is get Drake on the inside and by posting up because he has that big body and work Flanders over. Twin Valley inbounding the ball. Knight to Johnson, well beyond three. Good defense there, Aiden McGee. Here's Drake trying to post up Tyler Flanders, but Flanders knocks the ball away. Twin Valley back inside to Drake. He's looking to move. Flanders does a great job staying with him. They battle for it, and it's off of Drake's hands. It's going to be Exeter ball. Well, Tyler Flanders is really fighting because that's a lot of – he's outweighed by a lot. <laughs> great hustle with Tyler Flanders. So Exeter gets the ball. A minute and a half to go here in the first. Reese Garvin has it. Playing catch with McGee. Get it to Jaden Ware for a three. Far side, and he drills it. That's his spot, man. His first bucket on the night, a 14-8 Exeter lead. 1-10 on the clock. They try okay. to hit a back door to Knight, but it's poked away. Drake picks it up. They back it out to three. Johnson has it. McGee on him. Take it to the left side beyond three. Matt Knight has it, looking to drive baseline, but he throws it away. Tyler Flanders has it. Gives it to McGee. They mm. fire it ahead to Reese Garvin. All alone on the fast break, and he lays it in. That is, was a beautiful pass. Five points for Reese Garvin, 16-8 Exeter. Under 40 seconds to go here in the first. Johnson has the dribble, bring it near side to Zetemel. He pops a three, no good. Tyler Flanders goes up strong and gets the rebound. Back to McGee, he's got the dribble. Get it to Jaden Ware for another <laughs> three. That one's strong. Zetemel gets the rebound. 20 seconds to go here in the first. Dribbling on the left side. Johnson has it beyond three baseline. Dribbles it out to the top of the key. McGee on him, setting it up 10 seconds. 
Get it over to the left side. That's going to be Evan Johnson. Still passing it around three. Zetemel puts up a long three. No good. Ends up in Tyler Flanders' hands. And that's it. We've played one here at Exeter. It's the Eagles 16, the Raiders 8. We'll be back with second quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. We are back at Exeter. Exeter had the opening possession. Ultimately, a hand in a passing lane. It's a turnover for Exeter, so the Raiders now have it in the offensive set. Knight gets it outside. Here's Riley Gray, the 6-7 forward, beyond three, thinks about it. Now he puts it up. No good, it's strong. The rebound, Aiden McGee looking to push it up. Crosses midcourt, going right to left. Calls out the play, Aiden Dauble gets it to Jaden Ware, deep baseline right. They're playing back and forth. Now he puts mm -hmm. up a three, but it's partially blocked by Gray. Twin Valley gets the rebound. They're trying to push it, but Tyler Flanders just takes it away from Gray. Here's Aiden McGee pushing it up. Bring it back to Alex Kelsey, who drives in against Riley Gray, puts it off the glass and scores. That's exactly what you want to see. Took it right to the big guy, got it around him, and put it in. I was just about to say, Darren, I'm like, we're selling for too many three-pointers right now. Alex has six on the night. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Schmidt trying to get around Jaden Ware, can't do it. They get it to Gray, who's deep three. Tyler Flanders on him. Here's a drive taken away by Alex Kelsey. Ball loose. Ends up in the hands of a Twin Valley player, Evan Johnson. As he tries to make the play, he's on the floor, slides, and it's a travel. Yeah. Yeah, which is, we, we were getting a little bit sloppy out there with the turnovers and we're just jacking three-pointers instead of having the ball fake and, and try to get by. Just We need to play more simpler deep offense. 6.15 to go here in the second. It's 18-8 Exeter. Devin Nestor with a three. It's short. Rebounded by Johnson. Get it back to Schmidt. He's trying to dribble. Kevin Sens guards him. He gets by him, get it to Zetemel for a three baseline left. No good, Tyler Flanders with the rebound. He holds it up. 
Gets it to Kevin Sens. He's looking for the outlet. Decides to drive himself. Mm. Gets a pass to Aiden Dauble, but it's down at his feet. It's a turnover. Myers has it. Gets it ahead to Zetemal. Bring it back to Johnson. He's trying to get by Alex Kelsey. Tries to a no-look pass on the left side to Schmidt, but it's too far outside of his reach. So it's a Twin Valley turnover and Exeter ball. It just feels as though Exeter should be up by a whole lot more, and they're only up 10. It's just we got to get control of this game. Exeter in the offensive set. Devin Nestor has it mid-quarter three. Over to Alex Kelsey. Kevin Sens has it straight away. Get it to Tyler Flanders. They're playing catch beyond three. Here's Aiden Dauble with a three straight away, and he drills it. Aiden Dauble with five. It's a 21-8 Exeter lead. Aiden's 15th three on the year. A 30-second timeout on the floor with 5.13 to go. Ian, we're liking what we're seeing. We're liking what we're seeing, but sometimes we just get a little bit too three happy. I'm like, I, if, if, we, if we start moving the ball a little bit more and start getting downhill a little bit better, I think all those threes and those contested threes are gonna open up for you. You don't have to force them. So let's be more simple with our offense and be more careful with the basketball. Simple turnovers are just bad. And we've seen it previously as far as this season when if Kevin, if Alex, if Devin can drive, they suck that defense in, kick it out. If that three isn't there, ultimately you're driving now to the yeah. lane, which is what you're doing. Yeah. Rack up as far as those penalties, those fouls, and get to the line. And get to the line and just make it, make it harder on them. Twin Valley has no fouls, the period. So that means we're not attacking the rim at all. Myers inbounds to Gray. Aiden Dauble on him. He's outside of three mid-quarter, 10 feet. Looking for Schmidt on the one side. Gets it to Zedemel. Alex Kelsey all over him. He hands it off to Myers. Devin Nestor all over him. He gives it up to Zedemel. Bring it back out. A lot of passing on the perimeter, but nothing inside. There's a shot by Gray. Myers gets it. Tries to get it inside to Drake, but Exeter has it. Fast break, and guess who? Alex Kelsey off the glass and scores. He's got eight. It's a 23-8 Exeter lead. Another hustle point. Here is Devin Nestor tipping it away. Get it ahead to Tyler Flanders, Ooh. who hangs in the air. Goes off the glass, scores. He's fouled. He'll go to the line for one. That was a hang in the air yeah, moment. They, 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 he took that contact and made sure that he finished that layup. That was, that's a tough play right there, man. Tyler with his first bucket on the night. He'll go to the line for one. It's in the air. It's short. No good. Twin Valley has it. Matt Knight dribbles up court, hands it off to Gray. Reese Garvin on him. Take it left side, free throw extended left. Get Myers gets it, tries to shake off Nestor, puts mm. up a three on the left side and hits it. That's Myers' second three on the night. He's got six. It's a 25-11 Exeter lead. 3.55 to go in the second. Exeter rotating it around three years. Devin Nestor thinks about right baseline, gets it back to Aiden Dauble for a three that short. Twin Valley's gray on the rebound. Passes it to Knight. Knight gets it ahead to Zetemel. Kevin Sens picks him up. Tries to drive right to left in the lane. Here's Myers for another three. That's strong. 
Reese Garvin goes up strong for the rebound. Here's Exeter pushing it ahead. Kevin sends to Aiden Dauble who goes in. There's a lot of contact, can't get it to fall, but Tyler Flanders gets the rebound. Flanders is really hustling and playing hard tonight, man. He's all over the defensive glass and playing great defense. Surprised they didn't call a foul with Aiden driving baseline. Yeah, I thought uh, he was He's hit. a big boy, he yeah. got knocked backwards. Yeah. You don't fall backwards on yourself. Here's a pass inside to Reese Garvin. He goes up on the left side with the left hand and he scores. He's got seven, 27-11 Exeter, 3.15 to go. Here's Zetemel drives, gets it back to Drake. Back it out to Matt Knight for a three to the right of center, and he hits it. That's his second three. He's got six. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's an 18-footer baseline left sends. Aiden Dauble gets the rebound, but Gray blocks it. They're letting him play underneath, that's for sure. Zetemel bounces it out to Myers. They get it inside to Drake. He spins, but there's... Devin Nestor to take it away. Exeter on the fast break. Nice pass to Reese Garvin from Aiden Dauble off the glass and he scores. That's great ball moving. That's exactly what you want to see. Nine points from Reese Garvin, a 15 point Exeter lead. Two and a half to go in the second. They get it inside to Drake. Drake looks to make a move. He's fouled. We'll see who they give it to. They'll give it to Tyler Flanders. That'll be his second. Flanders is working hard, man. That's a big kid. <laughs> Drake is a big kid. He's got his work cut out for him, no doubt. Doing a great job inside. So Tyler comes out. Oh, no, Tyler's still in there. Here's Twin Valley looking to bring it in. Myers looks, looks, gets it to Knight, who's trying to drive in the paint. Gets it off the glass and scores. Nice drive, Matt Knight. That was a good finish by him attacking the paint. He's got eight. 29-16 Exeter. Here's Aiden Dauble with a drive right to left, goes to the other side of the basket and scores. Talk about body control yeah. right there, right to left. That's his seventh point. Back to 15 for the Exeter lead. Twin Valley in the offensive set, Zetemel has it, gets it to Johnson, trying to drive on Tyler Flanders, gets in the middle, but there's Reese Garvin with the block. Get it ahead to Kevin Sens, but he loses control. So Twin Valley Zetemel driving against Dauble. Get it to Johnson, but what defense. Aiden Dauble, he gets back, slaps it out of bounds. Oh, they're going to call him for the foul. Wow. Wow. Looked like initially he got ball, but they're saying that he mm. caught the wrist. Okay. So it's going to send Evan Johnson to the free throw line. First is strong, no good. Johnson, 66% from the line, misses the first. Well, I tell you, Flan Tyler Flanders deserved that rest that he's about to get right now. He, he was working hard in there. And Dobble is just, he, he's just not a three-point shooter. Johnson second on the way, he hits it. One out of two for him. His first point, 31-17 Exeter. A buck and a half to go. Oh, come on. Here's Alex Kelsey driving left baseline, fires a pass out to Devin Nestor, but it's a little too hot and to his right. Takes him out of bounds, so it's an Exeter turnover. Kevin Sens comes out, Aiden McGee in the game. So the five on the floor for Exeter. Devin Nestor, Alex Kelsey, Aiden Dauble. Aiden McGee, Reese Garvin. 
Here's Evan Myers trying to drive, and they're going to call Matt Knight for a moving pick at midcourt. So it'll be a turnover for Twin Valley. It'll be Knight's first. It's the team's third. Uh, let's, let's get a good possession right now. I'm, I wish if Jerry was here to keep our, our, our track of our turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Jerry. There's your mention. Here is Exeter, Devin Nestor trying to fire mm. it inside mm. on the right to Alex Swing. Kelsey. But Evan Johnson gets a hand in, knocks it away. Ex Exeter will retain. Aiden McGee will bring it in. Looking, 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 gets it to Alex Kelsey. Baseline right, tries to drive, gets shut off. Gets it inside to Reese Garvin. He goes up strong off the glass, no good. But it's tipped out of bounds by Exeter. And Twin Valley will have it. That was a that was a better look than what they've been getting on on the previous possessions. So let's keep on doing that. Evan Johnson comes out. Carter Schmidt in for the Raiders. They're having a little problem here getting it across. Aiden McGee takes the ball away from Carter Schmidt, and Exeter calls timeout to retain possession. Talk, there's the defense, Ian, that we talk about. Great hustle, great, great hustle by McGee, getting on the floor and not sitting down here waiting for, for the, to pick the ball up. Just dive on that ball and get a quick timeout, and you get to earn an extra possession, try and get another bucket here. Ian, this may be the only game of the season that we cover that we have not had a full timeout. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I've never seen that before in the first half. I'm like, I thought we would have at least one full by now. <laughs> Certainly you can see, Ian, the change in the offense with Exeter. Of course, a year ago, they had the size inside with Anthony Cachese. Here, they get the rebound, they're looking to push. They're looking to push. I mean, they have the speed on the outside. Kevin can push the ball. You, got, you have Alex on the, the wing that can run, Reese that can get on the wing, and Daba that can get on the wing and make the shot. So it's, it's a big deal. A minute to go. McGee into Dauble beyond three, hands it off to Kelsey. Get it to Nestor. McGee has it, dribbling left to right beyond three. Here's Aiden Dauble mm. driving the mm. lane, pulls it back, can't get it to fall, but what a move for Aiden Dauble. 31-17, 40 seconds to go. Here's Schmidt, tries to drive lane, get it back to Myers. Devin Nestor gonna make sure he doesn't get a three. Here's Riley Gray trying to drive, loses the ball. Reese Garvin ends up with it. McGee pushes it up for Exeter, gets it to Reese Garvin for a three, near mm. side, and he drills it. Reese's second three on the night. He's in double digits with 12. Exeter full pressing. Twin Valley, they finally get it across midcourt. Evan Myers tries to drive on Devin Nestor. Nothing there. McGee is all over Schmidt, who has the ball under 10 seconds, trying to get away from him. Back it out to Matt Knight for a three. Mm. He rattles it home. He's having himself Here's a, a real last first. second heave from Aiden McGee. No good. But that's Matt Knight's third three of the half. We've played two quarters here at Exeter. It's the Eagles 34, the Raiders 20. We'll be back with halftime comments. After these messages, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media.
entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The New Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. We are back at Exeter. In a spirited first half for the Eagles, a 34-20 advantage. Taking a look at scoring for that first half. We came out, Reese Garvin with five in the first quarter, has seven in the second to finish with 12 for the half. Alex Kelsey finishes that first half with eight. Aiden doubles seven. Jaden Ware knocked down a three. Kevin sends 
the leader at over 20 points a game, a single bucket, mm -hmm. as does Tyler Flanders. Six different scorers, but as we're finding out on any given night, it can be anyone to basically propel these Eagles. It could be anyone stepping up, and right now I'm like, Kevin Sand is just distributing the ball. He's just distributing, finding guys open, finding guys on the wing, finding guys on the three-pointers, and they're all making their shots. So I'm like, his assist numbers are probably way up, but his points totals are way down. I'm like, like you said, an 18, a 20-point score is, and he only has two buckets, and you're still up 14. Taking a look at Twin Valley, a, a couple keys to point out here. They're led by Matt Knight. He's got 11. He averages a little over nine on the season, but. Ian, when you take a look at the other leading scorers for the Raiders, Carter Schmidt averages 10.5, Riley Gray, the 6'7 forward, 9.2, Cooper Ziedemel, 8.5. Guess what? Exeter blanked them in the first half. That defense has just been suffocating, and they've been moving in their feet and being in the right position to cover, cut them off from driving to the paint and having clean looks on the three-pointers. So they're not even getting anything. As we mentioned, Matt Knight with 11. Evan Myers hits two threes. He's got six. Aris Drake has a bucket for two, and Evan Johnson hits a free throw for one. And Ian, exactly like you said, when Exeter focuses on that defense, and, and it hasn't even just been in the defensive set, even when Twin Valley tried bringing it up against the press, mm -hmm. The full court press, Exeter executes very, very well. And even when Twin Valley trying to get in transition, Exeter does a fantastic job getting back, doesn't allow the easy bucket. They don't allow them to have the easy bucket. And with Aiden McGee hustling on that play with a minute plus to go in the second period there and getting another possession and getting another chance to score another basket, that's a big deal to see on the defensive end. And the coach, like, I'm, happy, I'm sure that Coach Van Gorder is very excited to see how his defense is playing right now. And let's talk about that rebounding as well. We saw on the offensive side, Kevin Sens, multiple offensive rebounds, able to put one back and score. Mm -hmm. On the defensive end, you want to talk about movement from the Exeter defenders. Sometimes we saw last year there might, from time to time, have been some lapses as far mm -hmm. as some flat-footed situations getting out-rebounded. This is a very, very active defense. They're very active, and they're precise to when they're getting to their spot and making sure they're beating that man to that position so he doesn't get a clean look and cutting off all angles. So Alex, I see him pop up top of the key, and this guy was there. You thought he had him beat, but he slid right over in the right position, even with Devin Nestor in the corner causing that early turnover. Those are big possessions that you can – I think they should be up more than 14, but, you know, they're playing really solid defense right now. We'll give a shout-out. We talked about it during the game to Tyler Flanders. Oh, yes. He's out there. He has got one of the biggest players on the floor, if not the biggest, to contend with. And not only bodying him up down low, forcing him out of his shots, taking it away a couple times on defense, yes. getting a few rebounds, he puts in some very, very solid minutes. He put in some solid minutes, and, and the guy that does dirty work. And he comes in and do the dirty work because that's a, that's a lot of man that he's there guarding right now. And he should be proud of himself. Without a doubt. Winding down about 25 seconds on the clock. Exeter walking onto the court ready to get this second half started. They'll start off with Aiden Dauble, Reese Garvin, 
Devin Nestor having a word with the official and getting a chuckle out of him. Alex Kelsey, Kevin sends. The Raiders will counter with Evan Myers, Carter Schmidt, Cannon Ziedemel, Evan Johnson, and Matt Knight. Cooper Ziedemel. Oh, did I say Cannon? Yeah. Well, you know <laughs> That's what? That's big brother. For good reason. <laughs> For good reason. All right. He's a this good is player. this is Cooper. Yeah. I should remember Cooper's my grandson's name, so I should remember <laughs> Cooper. All right. So Twin Valley has it here in the offensive set. Myers near quarter three, rotated to the far right side, still beyond three. Knight trying to drive on Aiden Dauble. Nothing there. Here's Johnson trying to drive the lane. Goes up and under. No good. Good defense. Reese Garvin. Kevin Sens pushes it all the way up the floor as he tries to drive Payne about 10 feet out. Evan Myers grabs his arm. Let's see if they say he was in the act of shooting or not. The officials talk about it. And they're going to say no. They're going to say it was on the floor. I'm sure, I'm sure Kevin's going to be a lot more active on the offensive end of the second half. Two fouls there on Myers. Get it into Reese Garvin, who hands it mm. off to a cutting Alex Kelsey. Couldn't get it to fall. Here's Twin Valley on the break. A pass inside to Evan Myers. He puts it off the glass and scores. He's got eight. 34-22 Exeter. They're in the offensive set. Kevin Sens has it. Looks to drive on Knight. Hands it off to Dauble. Bring it to Reese Garvin. Near side beyond three, Devin Nestor. He's dribbling left to right. Kevin Sens has it. Bring it near side. Nice shake move from Alex Kelsey, who goes in, drives, and scores. Nice use of the body there to shield himself. He's in double digits with 10. 36-22 with the 640 mark of the third. Twin Val in the offensive set. Get it to Johnson far right. Reese Garvin on him. Bring it near side to Myers beyond three. Devin Nestor all over him, trying to get to a cutting Johnson. Nothing there. Get it back to Cooper Ziedemel. It ends up in Evan Meyer's hands. He looks for a three. Bring it near side to Johnson. Tries to drive on Alex Kelsey. Nothing there. Here's Myers stepping left. Puts a three up. No good. Mm. Exeter gets the rebound. Can't get it, but Alex Kelsey able to come back. Block Johnson's shot. They, now here's Devin Nestor trying to get it inside to Reese Garvin. Taken away. A drive by Matt Knight on the left side. Puts it off the glass and scores. Knight with 13. Shoot that. Here's Reese Garvin with a three on the left side, and he hits it. There you go. His third. Ian imploring him to put the three up, which he does. He hits, and he matches his jersey number with 15. And we've got a full timeout. It took until 5.45 of the third, Ian, but we finally have it. Exeter up 39-24. We will be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. 
take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. We're back at Exeter. Twin Valley will have the ball. Myers will bring it in. Exeter a three-quarter court press. Knight has the dribble. Aiden Dauble picks him up. Crosses midcourt right to left. Back to Myers. Devin Nestor on him. Gets a pickup high from Zetemal. Myers still trying to dribble right to left. They're going to call a foul on Devin Nestor. Going to be Devin's first. The team's first here in the third. Twin Valley with one foul as well. Myers brings it in near court for the Raiders. He's got the dribble right to left, trying to go all the way around to the right side. Bring it back out to Zetemal. Zetemal fires it to Schmidt for an 18-footer right baseline. No good. Reese Garvin with the rebound, outlets it to Kevin Sens, who drives in, hands it off to Aiden Dauble off the glass, and he scores. A great look from Kevin Sens. Aiden Dauble has nine. A 41-24 Eagles lead. Schmidt trying to drive on Alex Kelsey. They'll probably call him for the blocking foul. It's his first, team second. I'll tell you, Kevin do really has some nice passes uh, tonight. It's, when, he, when he's downhill and, and he's attacking, everybody got collapsed over. It makes it so much easier to find that open man. Twin Valley will inbound it. Matt Knight looks, looks, get it to Cooper Zedemel. Back to Knight for a eight-foot jumper, an eight-foot jumper. Got to use correct grammar here. Exeter gets the rebound. Devin Nestor puts up a three near side. It's short, but there's Aiden Dauble skying in for the rebound, and he puts it back. Aiden in double figures with 11. A 19-point Exeter lead at 43-24, 4.35 to go. Here in the third. The Raiders in the offensive set. Knight hands it off to Zedemel, trying to drive on Alex Kelsey. Nothing there. Tries to get it back to Myers, and there are the hands of Devin Nestor. Kevin sends on the fast break to Reese Garvin, who gives the beautiful inside pass to Aiden Dauble off the glass. He scores. He's got 13, 45-24, and a timeout. On the floor by Twin Valley. 4.11 to go here in the third. Exeter expanding the lead. 45-24. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. As Twin Valley inbounds the ball, Ian, you take a look at the scoring. Reese has 15, Aiden 13, Alex 10, 
this is the scoring that you're looking to get and an unselfish Kevin Sens along the way. Very unselfish Kevin Sens because I'm a, a guy that averages 20 points and only has two. He could be really trying to force it right now. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Exeter doing a fantastic job. They have Drake back in there. Tyler Flanders back in, leaning all over him. They try a give and go. Drake has it. He goes up strong. It's deep off the iron. No good. Exeter with the rebound. Kevin Sens pushes it up. He's driving, fires it to Tyler Flanders near side. Get it to Aiden Dauble. Over to Brady Murray, who's in the game now. Kevin Sens looks to drive on Zetemel. Nothing there. Backs it out. Bring it near side to Reese Garvin, driving baseline. Tries to get a bounce pass back to Kevin Sens, but it's off his leg. So Exeter will retain. Riley Gray comes in for the Raiders. Evan Myers takes a seat. Kevin Sens looking, looking, looking. Get it to Aiden Dauble deep. Here's Brady Murray beyond three left, looking to drive on Gray. Nothing there. Bring it back to Kevin Sens. Top key decides to put up a mm, three. Get out. Rims in and out. Mm. Rebound Twin Valley. That one looked good all the way, but the rim didn't think so. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Here's Schmidt driving, gets it to Drake. He'll put it off the glass and score. Nice drive there with the dish. Drake's got four. Here's a three near side, Brady Murray, and he drills it. His first bucket. Matt Knight looks to drive, get it back to Gray. Here's Schmidt putting up a three. It's raining threes all of a sudden. Carter Schmidt's first bucket. He's got three. Here's a pass to Tyler Flanders. Oh, and he puts up a soft eight-foot floater from the right side. It bounces out, no good. Twin Valley has it. Zedemel looks to drive on Sens beyond three right side. Nothing there. Matt Knight has it. Aiden Dauble on him. Get it inside to Drake. Drake looking to drive on Tyler Flanders. Tyler bodies him up. They don't let him play this time. They call him the foul. I don't know how much of a foul that was. Looked a little bit soft to me. Tyler's third. That's three team fouls. 2.13 to go here in the third. 48-29 Exeter. Reese Garvin, Kevin Sens come out. Here's Riley Gray getting a rebound, putting it back up. And that is his first bucket on the night. Here's... Brady Murray putting up a three. Great, uh, mm. Reese Garvin tracks it down. Mm. He gets it mm. back, goes in strong off the glass and scores. <laughs> Reese Garvin got the pass back from Brady Murray, drove right baseline, took the body. There certainly could have been a call there. None made. Didn't matter. Reese puts it off the glass for his 17th point, and it's a 50-31 Exeter lead. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Riley Gray tries to drive on Reese Garvin. Nothing there, but he gets the rebound. Tries to put it back. Can't get it. He's knocked to the floor. So we're going to take a look. They're going to give the foul to Tyler Flanders. That's his fourth, team fourth, 127 to go. Looks like Alex Kelsey will come in for him. Riley Gray, 63% from free throw line this season misses the first see that's a perfect example how you don't give over play reese hustled the ball out of bounds got himself back in position and made it got himself an easy bucket 
Here's Gray's second free throw. Bounces around, no good. Drake able to swat it away. Matt Knight runs it down. So Twin Valley has it back. They're in the offensive set. Gray has it near side. A buck 15 to go here in the third. Get it to Myers. Myers inside to Drake. Playing in out with Gray who puts up a three. It's well short. Rebound Reese Garvin. Aiden McGee pushes it up to Brady Murray who drives baseline. He got around Riley Gray so he was playing catch up. Gray fouls him from behind as he's going up for the layup. It's going to be his first, team second. Murray will go to the line for two. Good ball movement for Exeter tonight, Ian. It's really good ball movement. I mean, they've been really unselfish on on the offensive end by just making it the simplest of passes, especially the second half. They're much cleaner. Murray's first free throw rolls around no good. Didn't want to jinx him. He was hitting 100%. Three for three from the line prior to that miss. Second is up and good. One out of two for Brady Murray. He's got four on the night. We're under a minute to go. It's a 20-point Exeter lead, 51-31. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Eddie Guitera in the game now for Exeter. Brady Murray guards Riley Gray, pushes him outside. Exeter in a 2-3 zone now. Aiden McGee at the top. Holds his own against Gray. Knight can't get it, almost goes over and back, but he's able to corral it. Get it to Gray on the right side beyond three. Here's Myers putting up a baseline three, and he hits it. That's Myers' third three on the night. He's got 11. 51-34 Exeter. There in the offensive set, here's Jaden Ware putting up a three, no good. Twin Valley with the rebound, Gray has it, 10 seconds, Johnson trying to dribble up, Jaden Ware on him, get it to Evan Myers. They try a give and go, Alex Kelsey ends up with it. Can he beat the clock off the glass? No good. Oh, are they gonna say it counted? I think so, yes. Great hustle. Eddie Guitara right there for the rebound at the buzzer, puts it back, it counts. And it's a 53-34 Exeter lead after three. We will be right back with fourth quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. We are back at Exeter. Ian scoring after three for Exeter. Reese Garvin, 17. Aiden Dauble, 13. Alex Kelsey, 10. 
as we start the fourth. Aiden McGee fires it inside to Aiden Dauble. Eddie Guitera, what a pass inside to Alex Kelsey. He can't get it, but he goes against three Raiders, comes down with the rebound, goes back up strong, can't get it to fall, but he'll go to the line for two. He better start making his layups. (laughs) (laughs) Alex hitting his free throws 70% on the year. First one falls. Here's the second. That one good. Alex, a perfect four for four on the night. 12 points for him. 55-34, 740 to go here in the fourth. Myers has the dribble. Aiden McGee on him. Riley Gray has it beyond three. Alex Kelsey guarding him. They get it inside to Drake. He backs off Aiden Dauble. Can't get the shot. Ball loose. They fight for it. This very well could be the first possession ball that we've seen all night, Ian. This, this is definitely the first uh, possession of jump ball I've seen the whole night. Because Exeter has been real clean and getting the rebounds and being aggressive on the glass. So Twin Valley has it on the possession. Rotating it beyond three. Johnson has it. Ezzy Guitara guards him. Tries to get a pick up high. They hand it off to Zedemel. Zedemel tries to get it to Drake but puts it at his feet. Alex Kelsey has it. Here's the fast break to Jaden Ware. He can't get the layup. And as they battle for it, it's off of Aiden Dauble's hands. It'll be Raider ball. Myers brings it in. Gets it to Knight. Cross court to Zedemel. Alex Kelsey picks him up. Zedemel dribbling left to right, puts one off the glass, no good. Drake gets the rebound, can't get it back. Nice job, Aiden Dauble battling. Ends up in Aiden McGee's hands. He's got the dribble, get it to Aiden Dauble for a three straight away. It's strong off the iron. Jaden Ware runs it down deep baseline. Get it inside to Alex Kelsey going up strong against Evan Myers. He's fouled, he'll go to the line for two. And they're a lot better in the second half on getting to the free throw line than they were in the second half. They're in, the, in the first period, they were taking way too many threes. They, that means you were not getting the fouls call. Alex with the first one up and good. That was the third foul on Myers, second team foul on the Raiders here in the fourth. Alex will have one more. A dribble, it's in the air, it's good. Six for six from the line, Alex has 14. 57-34 Eagles, 6.40 to go here in the fourth. Knight has the dribble, crosses midcourt, Aiden Double on him, gets it to Zedemel on the right side, Reese Garvin on him. They play catch back and forth, here's Carter Schmidt with a three long side, no good, Eddie Guitaro with the rebound, get it to Kevin Sens, he's looking ahead for the break. Back to Eddie Guitara. He drives back it out to Alex Kelsey for a three, and he drills it. Talk about ball movement there. Alex Kelsey with his 17th point. 60-34 Exeter. Raiders slowing it down a little bit here. Evan Myers gets it to Carter Schmidt. Baseline right for a three. He hits it. Carter Schmidt's second three on the night. He's got six. Here's a <laughs> pass inside. Reese Garvin goes to Aiden Dauble off the glass and scores. Yeah. 
Here's a three from Carter wow. Schmidt again. Wow. Okay. He hits his third. So now the shots are going mm. up like wildfire. Kevin Sens has it, puts up a three. That's strong. They battle for it. We'll see. They're going to call the foul on Exeter. 5.30 to go. 62-40, Eagles. It's a passing clinic tonight from Exeter. It's, it's really, the unselfish play is really impressing me right now. So I'm, I, keep, they, I have nothing to complain about them tonight. They're playing really good basketball. Aiden Dauble comes out. Alex Kelsey comes out into the game. Carter Redding, a six-foot junior guard for Exeter. Tyler Flanders returns. Here's a give and go to Matt Knight with a floating five-footer in the lane. He hits it. Matt has 15 for the Raiders. It's a 20-point Exeter lead. Good Winding blow. down. What a pass. Mm. Eddie Guitara baseline left to a cutting Kevin Sens. Puts it off the glass. That's Kevin's fourth point and a 22-point Exeter lead. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Myers deep right. Looks at a three. Brings it to Knight straight away. He takes a major league three. No good. Call it an NBA yeah, three oh just for the pundits out there. Here is Kevin Sens driving the lane with the left hand. A lot of body contact. He gets it to fall. Uh, I think there's something on the floor that they're looking to clean up. That's what the, the call is here. But Ian right there. Kevin right when he got to a top three. Oh, we're going to wait. We've got a... We've got a break in the action. Okay, I may. Well. So, well, let, let while they recognize, I'm gonna guess. Well, I'm not exactly sure who they're recognizing, but 4:33 to go here in the fourth. Time called on the court, and there is an Exeter group that is being recognized. The first individual walked out with a trophy. So I'll. Am I, it, am I be a uh, long distance? Long. All right. Oh, cross country. Cross, con cross country. Cross, what is it? It very well could be cross, cross country. country. Looking at these kids. Yeah, it's cross country. You're right. Cross country, winning the BCIAA championship, being recognized here in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay. Um, Exeter, Exeter has been very good the last ten years. I'm like, just been climbing and climbing and climbing, so I'm really proud of all the kids that's been working their tail off. We've talked about the Exeter renaissance in sports where may it be volleyball, may it be boys and girls cross country, may it be tennis, uh, may it be football, may it be basketball. Just a number of sports here at Exeter that have really, really gone on to big heights. Absolutely, the girls softball team and, and, and all of them, it's awesome. All right, so Twin Valley in the offensive set. There's a foul. It's going to be on Tyler Flanders. He'll foul out with two points. But, Ian, <laughs> on a night like tonight, no. it's the defense yes. that he brought solid yeah. minutes to. It doesn't matter if he fouled out or not. I'm like, his effort on the defensive end and rebounding and the work that he did is real, the real dirty work. So, I'm like, it's a good job by him tonight. No doubt. 66-42 Exeter, 4-15 to go here in the fourth. Here's Knight. Putting up a soft eight-foot floater in the paint, it's good. 
Matt Knight, basically the majority of the scoring. He's got 17. Here's Kevin Sens driving the lane, goes left to right straight away. Can't get the soft layup to fall, but he's fouled. They'll give it to Matt Knight. It's his second, team third. Kevin was like, look, I've been on selfish way more than enough tonight. I think I'm going to try and get my buckets right now. <laughs> Kevin, it's 65% on the year, knocks the first one down. Just like that, Kevin has seven. The score might Second one up and good as well. 68-44, four minutes to go here in the fourth. Twin Valley brings the ball up. Knight has it. Eddie Guitara guarding him. Tries to drive Reese Garvin with the hands. Gets in a passing lane. Knocks it out of bounds. So Twin Valley will bring it in far left under their own basket. Myers looks. Looks. He's guarded by Aiden McGee. Get it to Schmidt. Bounce it out to Zetemol. He's looking. Reese Garvin on him. Nice job, Eddie Guitara. You want to talk about defense? There's another one. Eddie a fantastic job of defense. Here's Schmidt trying to drive baseline, puts up a soft floater, it bounces around, it falls. It's actually Cooper Zinimal, and guess what? That's Cooper's first bucket of the night. Exeter in the offensive set, a three by Aiden McGee is strong. As Twin Valley tries to push it up the court, it ends up in... Mm. Cooper Zetemel's hands, and just like that, he's got five. He hits a three deep baseline right. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's an inside pass from Guitara. Gets it to Aiden McGee with a soft baby hook from five, and he hits it. Nice play there, Aiden McGee. To be able to get that shot off is really impressive. For his size, too, <laughs> that's really impressive. He used his body, was able to get the soft baby hook. Logan Davis, a junior, comes into the game. Nate Govan, the second, a five foot 11 inch junior forward. Giuliani Orbi Orchoa, six foot four inch junior forward in the game for Exeter. 2.52 on the clock, 70-49 Exeter. Twin Valley in the offensive set. Carter Redding knocks it away from Knight. They have a chuckle. Zaire Wimbush in the game. A senior forward for the Raiders. Knocked away by Exeter. Mm-mm, Logan nah. Davis got the pass from Eddie Guitara. Wasn't exactly expecting it. Slid his feet a little bit too much. Eddie, Eddie has to know his personnel. A big man don't catch the ball up that high. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half to go here in the fourth. Raiders bring the ball up. Schmidt brings it to Gray near side. Guitara, sorry, Nate Govan the second on him. They rotate it left to right beyond three. Here's Schmidt bringing it near side to Wimbush. He'll get it back, Schmidt will. Put up a three, it's short. Big rebound, Carter Redding with authority, as you might say. Here he's driving left side, tries to get it back to Eddie. Guitar, it's taken away. Zetem will look like he traveled, gets it cross court to Schmidt, back to Wimbush. He drives, but 
Orby Ochoa does a nice job knocking it away from him. Exeter comes up with it. Davis has it, bring it near side to Orby Ochoa. Gets a pass over to Nate Govan the second, but it's a little too tall, goes out of bounds. Nice. The Raiders bringing in some subs. Cooper Ziedemel takes his seat. He's got five on the night, but Ian, a great job against Cooper. One of the guys, almost 10 points a game. They held him scoreless for a good part of this game. He got his five points in the fourth, in the fourth period. You can't complain about the way the defense played against their top scorers. Here's a backdoor pass for the Raiders. Can't get it to fall. Eddie Guitara has it. Get it to Carter Redding. He'll slow things down. A minute 20 to go here in the fourth. He's got the dribble. Logan Davis has it. Beyond three left side. Hits a cutting Carter Redding. They'll call a foul on the floor. It's going to be the fourth team foul for the Raiders. So Exeter will bring this one into the left of their own bucket. Taking a look, Carter Redding will actually be the one bringing it in. He's looking, he's looking, looking. Gets it to Nate Govan, the second, puts up a soft floater, can't get it. Logan Davis with the strong rebound. He's still trying to do something with it. Back it out to Carter Redding for a three, it's short. Nate Govan, the second, gets it, puts it back up and scores. His first bucket on the night, 72-49. The Raiders in the offensive set, here's Riley Gray. A three near side, no good, ends up in the hands of Carter Redding. He's looking to push the floor. Gets it to Orby Orchoa, back to Nate Govan, who gets it blocked by Gray. Here's Carter Redding, who goes in strong, can't get it to go. Ends up in the hands of Schmidt, who's looking to fast break it. Mm. Can't get the layup to fall. They'll call Eddie Guitara for the foul. It'll be the fourth team foul for Exeter. So 25 seconds to go. Let's see if they call him in the act of shooting. Actually, they do. I thought it was actually on the floor. But even the second unit is really being aggressive on the defensive end, which is really good for Coach Van Gorder to see. Schmidt's first free throw, no good. A 60%er on the year. Second up, that one good. 25 seconds to go. Carter Redding has the dribble. Very well made dribble the clock out at this point. That is the objective of Van Gorder. Orby Orchoa <laughs> puts up a three. It's strong. Eddie Guitara soars, tries to get the rebound. Wimbush has it. And there's a travel as he was trying to, uh, trying to have a little fun there with a slam dunk. Got a little excited. Slid the feet. You can see he's a tall kid. He's yeah. just as... Almost as tall as Riley Gray, so probably a 6'6 kid there. But there is the clock winding down. Our final here in Exeter. Your Exeter Eagles 72, the Twin Valley Raiders 50. We will be back with post-game comments after these commercial messages. You've been listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media.
Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Welcome back to Exeter 7250 Eagles. We have an interview with Ava Strauss. It's going to be Reese Garvin, 17 points on the night. Ava, take it away. So I'm here with Exeter Guard. I'm here with Exeter Guard, number 15, Reese Garvin. How are you, Reese? I'm good. Tuesday, y'all beat Reading 79-55. What is your biggest takeaway from that win? Um, I think you're like Being that we're almost halfway through the season, how do you think Coach Van Gorder has handled coaching? I know. I think he's done a great job. Awesome. Thank you. Back to you guys. All right. Thank you, Ava. Thank you, Ava. Reese Garvin. Ian, let's take a look at the unofficial scoring on the evening. We mentioned Reese Garvin with 17. Alex Kelsey with 17 as well. Aiden Dauble adds 15, a host of others as far as we'll get to that scoring. But when you can have a trio like that, and not only that, but Kevin Sens, we're going to throw him in there, you might say, as far as, well, Kevin only had, let's see, eight points on the night, but it was a lot of what Kevin did off the ball in the assist column. 100%, um, Darren. His distribution tonight and not forcing anything that wasn't there, you know, not making any of those mistakes that you would think that he would be making in a game trying to get his points. But he wasn't, he wasn't even thinking about that. He just played the game and distributed the ball. They were trying to double-team him. He made the proper pass. So that was really key for Exeter to be able to move the ball and find all the open shots. And, and I credit Kevin to all of that. Absolutely. And, again, you take a look. We've talked about it was a big part of last year where as the team progressed, we were trying to find that balanced scoring. We would have that one player who had, and this was actually two years ago, I think with Colin Payne and, of mm -hmm. course, in last year, yeah. trying to find that balanced scoring. It came to Exeter over time where you had three, four, five guys in double figures, and look how far it took them. This team, obviously a different makeup, a lot faster team moving it up and down the floor. But three, four guys in double figures every night, 
that strong. That is absolutely strong. And, and like you said, I'm like, Dabo can go any night. Garvin can go any night. Nestor can go. He, I don't think Nestor even scored tonight. Nestor you know, did um, not have you, a point, you know, but so, go ahead. But I'm like, you, you have Kelsey. You got Sands. I'm like, like you said, Kevin didn't do what he, the damage that he usually does, but his contribution on the defensive glass and the assist that he's there doing is absolutely amazing. And that's, that's the other piece of this as well. Okay, so at that point, Devin didn't get on the scoreboard, but his defense yes. was priceless. Yes. So as far as whether or not he's got a, a bucket for 15, what he's doing on the defensive end is forcing those turnovers. So how many of those, when he gets a hand in the lane, pokes the ball away, leading to Exeter points, that really won't show up on the stat sheet. Absolutely. I mean, that's what I always tell Alex. I'm like, you can do other things on the basketball court than score. Like, in, in Nestor's tonight, he didn't score, but his defense and his rebounding and the, the way that he was on the court and the unselfish play that they all were playing with, it just makes it easier for all your teammates. And, they, and, they, and they're unselfish, so they, they're going to make that extra pass. So next game, I'm like, Devin Nestor might go off. You know, so who knows? When you take a look at Twin Valley, yeah. Carter Schmidt averaging 10.5. You take a look at this game. Now, he scored a bunch in the fourth, but essentially he was throwing up some yeah. threes. He gets 10, but it would have been in the last three minutes yeah. of the game. So a fantastic job for Exeter's defense. Riley Gray, the 6'7 forward, averages 9.2. He ends up with two points. To be able to, you held... Schmidt scoreless in the first half. Gray scoreless in the first half. Zimmel scoreless in the first half. Only person that was going off for them was Knight and, and Myers. And now Myers only averages five points a game, which is a big deal. You know, so for him to get that many. But I'm like, you hold those other those top three scorers to no buckets in the, in the first half? Man, you've done your job. I'm like, the game, you already won the game because they, they can't score on you. We'll give another shout-out because, let's face it, even though Tyler Flanders fouled out, the minutes he gave covering Aris Drake, again, size in the middle. They tried to go to him, pick up some, some obviously easy buckets. Tyler did a fantastic job. Not only that, but then they moved him out to the point as well, and he started. He was covering Riley Gray on the point for a little while. So shout-out to not only Tyler Flanders, but this entire team, Devin Nestor and Reese Garvin, Brady Murray, Aiden McGee out there on the point, yeah. Alex Kelsey, time. And, and you mentioned it. It doesn't matter who Exeter has out there. It is the same level of intensity on defense. Yeah. And what more can you ask for? You know however your rotation is going to go. And Coach Van Gorder even said that. As far as his rotation, it's going to be a little bit deeper because he's going to go harder. Mm -hmm. He'll try to give him a breather a little bit more frequently. But real nice to know when you bring in the 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 guy yeah. and that defense isn't going to let they're, up. They're still bringing the same intensity. Even I'm like Eddie Gutierrez, he come off the bench, and I, he didn't play a lot tonight. But I'm like, you can see the defensive effort that he can bring to this team on the defensive end along with um, – Dabo, um, McGee, Nestor, Kelsey. I'm like, if you can have guys that can play defense, it's a big deal on, on, on a team like this. So with this 72-50 win, Exeter 3-0, and 
in Burks to league play, certainly making a name for themselves. I'll say early in this season, still early in the Burks schedule, uh, as far as the league schedule is concerned, 3-0, and 6-4 and overall. And let's say from Reading, we were wondering how they were going to come back. You mentioned it in the pregame. Would there be any kind of letdown, any, any kind of they got so up for that game, were they just going to play maybe to the Raiders' level? They brought the same intensity, and that's good to see. And if you're going to bring that same intensity as you bring in Reading, Burks County better watch out because Exeter is going to be a problem on the offensive end and the defensive end. No, no matter how their size is, they're going to rebound the ball because Kevin's going to rebound, Reese is going to rebound, Aiden Dobby, you can see him on the glass just being active on the, on the glass tonight. So I'm like, it's, Exeter is a really good team, and I think there could be a very dangerous team if people don't pay attention to them. One more thing we'll talk about that just kind of struck me as you were talking the offense you want to talk about some pinpoint precision passing you want to talk about the back door and that pass being i mean not at the feet Mm -hmm. the bounce pass being right there the the chest pass being right there we talked about now yes there is there are some things to clean up we did see some of that sloppy play that happens if you have some turnover numbers they were better they were were a lot better in the second half the first half was a little bit sloppy they only had three in, in the second half I can live with that, you know. I can live with that. But I mean, you cannot play a whole complete game and you're having 20 turnovers, especially against a good team as of Wilson, um, Muhlenberg, and Redden. You're not going to win. It's going to be hard for you to win when you turn the ball over that frequently. It will be. Again, just to reiterate the passing, some of those passes, oh, yeah. they, they I mean, Kevin firing away, Eddie Guitara, a couple of hits. Yeah. Alex had a few yeah. in the middle, hitting Aiden Dauble. You know, one of those mm-hmm. where it's just a rip, and Aiden with the great hands or Reese with yeah. the great hands. So fantastic to see that, too, as far as, you know, you, you take a look at a box score. The assists mean yeah. something, too. Yeah. You know, when you take a look as far as the number of assists overall based on your total points, this team, the assist number probably with what we've seen over the last couple of years is a higher ratio, yeah. and that's good to see as you're, well. You're making your teammates have easier buckets, man. I'm like, and, 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 and I think they're trying to outdo them with, with fancy passes tonight because I mean, some of those passes were really crisp and clean. So I am really impressed with just the way that they shared the ball. And, and just like we talked about last year, the unselfish play. I'm like, if you're going to play unselfish, you're going to win. I'm like, one time we start being selfish, I'm like, like you said, Kevin could have been selfish tonight. I'm like, I'm a 20-point scorer. I'm one of the best players in, the, in Berks County. I, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only stuck on four, two, four, whatever. And he could have really started being selfish and just started shooting, jacking, and just making bad decisions. But he never wavered, and he just kept to continue to play his game. So that's really impressive. That'll be a wrap for tonight's game. Upcoming Varsity Boys broadcast. So Tuesday, January the 9th, the Exeter Sports Network takes to the road Rabazonia, Pennsylvania, a Burks 2 league battle against Donovan Gingrich mm-hmm. and the scouts of Conrad Weiser. Then Thursday, January the 11th. Well, yeah, that's the one. It's actually going to be a double header, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about the girls. We have a girls game tomorrow. We will be on the road at Twin Valley covering the girls. And then the next game after that, it is a doubleheader, our second doubleheader of the season. We will be at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium at Berks Catholic for the girls at 5.30, give or take, followed by the varsity boys at 7 o'clock, both against, of course, Berks Catholic. That'll be a fun night. That should be a very fun night. The girls are playing really well. Um, 
they struggled last night, but I think that they're a really good team. Um, so I'm ex expecting to see a really good game from them. I expect a bounce back game tomorrow and going into next week. So again, the next Exeter Sports Network broadcast will be the girls varsity game tomorrow night at Twin Valley. That game again, pregame around 650 based on JV games and things of that nature. But needless to say, we will be on the air tomorrow. And as I take a look, we've covered Tuesday, we've covered Thursday. And friends, that's all from Exeter. Tonight's final, your Exeter Eagles 72, the Twin Valley Raiders 50. The Eagles, as I mentioned, move to 3-0 in Burks 2 league play. The Raiders fall to 0-4 in Burks 2. For my partner, Ian Kelsey, Ava Strauss, our intern, Chris Ziner, our producer, Phil in. We appreciate his efforts tonight. Great I'm job, Darren Chris. Ziner. That's right. Good job, young man. Thank you for joining us at the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. God bless. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Boys Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, the new Birdies Inn, Exeter's hangout spot for entertainment, and Lancaster full-service painting. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.